are back. Welcome back to Utter Descent. I'm your host, Brian, and with me this week, I have Kevin and Eric. What's up? Hey, how's it going? So this week is uh, episode 21 of Utter Descent. We're going to be talking a little bit about the usual, what's going on outside of the the games that we've been playing, and uh, we're also going to be talking about Rocket League and the Stanley Parable. Uh, Before we go into either of those games, just a little bit of background around this. We've been talking about recording this episode for quite a while now. Um, Unfortunately, Mark has just been super busy with life and work and, you know, the usual reasonable excuses of why you can't, you know, do stuff you want to do. Um, So for the sake of getting stuff out to the to the listeners, we wanted to make sure that, you know, we get this recorded. So it's not just, hey, next week, we're going to do Rocket League. No, we're not. I lied. Uh, So Mark apologizes for not being able to be on this one, it's actually his birthday this weekend, and he's out having fun in New York City. So there you go, happy birthday, Good Mark! For him. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Mark! Doing this one for you, buddy. I'll <laughs> try to rip apart your favorite game without you here to defend it. <laughs> yeah, you owe me one next time, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday! <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, this is. It's it's all good. We'll we'll get him on with Securo and um and see if if he's able to make some more episodes. But you know we don't get paid to do this. Yeah, There's I only know. so much you can do. The listeners have really been missing the all the poop talk and potty humor. I'm sure that I'm sure mm-hmm. of it. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, say what you want. Mark's a funny guy. <laughs> I cannot deny. <laughs> He will take it to that limit and then make you sit in it and be very uncomfortable. Well, I guess we need someone <laughs> to take it for us. So as for gaming news, um, I haven't heard of anything new coming out that caught my my attention. Um, have you guys heard of any, any new games? It kind of seems just like the period after E3 where we're just kind of waiting for the games they, they discussed to come out, you know, from last year. So there's this really cool game. That just came out yesterday. I swear to God, it's if called you talk about that Untitled fucking Goose, Goose Game. game. <laughs> Kevin, you're damn right, Brian. <laughs> Kevin, this is what's wrong with society, man. No, it's so. It's great. not a game. You're a goose. It's not a game. You get to be a goose, though. Yeah, well, it's I so could great. be a, a goat and goat game, and that also wasn't very good. Yeah, no. See, there's there's a, you know a ton of simulators out there, but Goose Simulator is probably the most accurate one. Is it? It's definitely, definitely worth the money. <laughs> yeah, you just get to go around honking people, and then you steal their stuff. I don't think so geese are known for stealing stuff. They're wow. not ferrets. Stunning and brave game. <laughs> <laughs> so brave. I can't believe so they brave. managed to do that. It really shows a lot of courage <laughs> on their part. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying, just saying game of the year. How, how much money? <laughs> How much money does it cost? Um, I think it's like 15, 20 bucks. Yeah, that's again, $15 for a flash game. What the fuck's wrong with you, whoa, Kevin? Whoa. Whoa. Like anything could be a flash game. Yeah. It's true. Flash is a, is a magnificent uh, program or whatever it yes. is for making games. Why are, you, why are you crapping on that, Brian? Well, I mean, the other two <laughs> games we're going to be talking about could have also been flash games. So. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually see, i think you showed me a version of rocket league that was a flash game so I that uh airplane soccer game you showed me like oh yeah years ago. i was actually just thinking of that yeah when we were coming up on this review yeah 
and it was great too. <laughs> <laughs> I know you played stupid amounts of that game. Yeah, I played. It definitely was not like supposed to be played that much. I don't think. How much? How much did I play that game? It's called Altitude. It's very fun. Yeah, I put in forty six hours. Um, oh, that is forty <laughs> six hours. Forty six. Yeah. Oh God. To, to let me describe what this game was, Eric. It was a two dimensional. Um, yep. Quote unquote airplane soccer game. Okay. Where only you flew airplanes around, knocking balls into goals. Okay. Only one map was soccer. Some of them. <laughs> Used other stuff. Oh wow! So capture the flag. Yeah, this is yeah, a I'm flash in... game. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could have like like twenty people in a game. It was multiplayer. It was it was fun. It's free now, so now there's no How many, excuse. Uh... All right, all right. I'll back off on on the money that you paid for it. Uh-huh. Um, how many people can you have in an average game nowadays? I. You mean this game or in general? In theory, you know, hundreds. <laughs> yeah, you can't have so, hundreds of airplanes in that thing. Oh, you could if they tried harder. Mm. <laughs> if it wasn't made in Flash, <laughs> <laughs> it probably was. Honestly, like it's, it does look like it. Anyway, what else have you been up to since we're poking at Kevin right now, Mister Goose Game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so not the Goose Game. You don't want me to talk about the Goose Game. No, I don't want you to talk about the Goose game. Oh, I was about to talk about it again. Um, let's see. What else have I been doing? Oh, it's not, not too much else going on. I'm excited for Kerbal Space 2, because that trailer just dropped a few weeks ago. Yep. Yeah, that's another one I was really hoping that I'd have an excuse to go and dive back into. So, yeah. not the... Did you say this time they're going to have multiplayer? That's what it says, I think. Which... No one Hell, really knows how that's going to work. <laughs> probably going to be like what we did last time. <laughs> <laughs> we just stand just, around a little computer and just take turns sitting down. <laughs> oh, you should you should put a strut there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'll, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's multiplayer. It's basically just screen sharing and talking about what's going on. It's all the fun of Pictionary. <laughs> Man, that sounds awful. <laughs> I can't. I can't no. imagine playing a spaceship designer game. That sounds so boring. Oh no, it's so much fun because you get to fly it. Oh, it's not like yay. those. It's not like those. <laughs> you know what? I'm done. Purple Space is a fantastic it's game. Objectively, an amazing game. I don't mean you shitting on it. <laughs> I gotta say, there's a reason I never bothered. It's so much fun, though. There's nothing more satisfying than finally getting to the moon and watching your rover crash into the surface because you didn't, didn't balance out its rockets for landing properly. Uh, yeah, it was so good. So good. <laughs> we spent, Brian and I spent so many hours just building this lunar lander because we split it up. I think I was building the lander and then you were building the stages to get it there. Yeah, I, think that I was, was handling the the actual rocket and you were trying to figure out how to get the lander to not blow up yeah <laughs> and i did a pretty damn good job because it did blow up but it still survived i basically put it in a roll cage of those little support beams so it was <laughs> we were bringing it down and i launched the boosters too early and they just shut that they just shot off the thing and it just crashed into the surface and started rolling and flipping and pieces were ripping off the thing but the roll cage worked and everything was fine. Yeah, 92 hours. Disgusting. 
<laughs> <laughs> well, in other news, I've been playing a uh, Planetary Annihilation with uh, my buddy Adrian. Um, I got mm-hmm. I conned him into buying it uh, a couple months ago, so now now I'm getting him to play. Um, it's been pretty nice. good. It's honestly probably probably having a similar experience to what you had, Kevin. Uh, for now, uh, I've been avoiding playing against him, but. We keep running into this problem where like it takes two weeks for us to get back online and then I wind up picking the same system and the system that I always pick that's just so alluring apparently and just like has everything that I want in like a nice easy, you know, multi planet system is the same one that has them set on a death course for each other and then they uh-huh. self destruct and the uh-huh. two planets collide and then you win or lose and then you go uh 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 fuck (laughs) sucks up like 30 minutes of your life yeah it's at it's at two minutes and or 20 minutes 23 minutes i think is when when it explodes now so now i've learned i will never play on the one that has william's fist on it because it's just bullshit yeah that's no fun didn't we play that one brian and we were just like and then everything exploded right it's just like it's every single time every time i start one up that's the first one i picked it just it looks so good and it is such a good map it's just somehow they managed to make them fucking collide uh the worst part is it's like a moon system Mm -hmm. so like they're close to each other like you wouldn't suspect that they would run into each other it looks like they're on opposite sides of the planets and they'll stay in like you know opposite side orbit but instead right, it looks like they're orbiting in the same direction right but instead one's just a little too slow or something which of course wouldn't work you know you can't have two things in the right. same orbital path that have the that have the, uh, different <laughs> speeds like come on <laughs> uh, yep <laughs> yeah now it's I, I i wonder it's either they did it as a joke like because this is you know, an indie developed game, they just made it as like, oh, haha, they'll play it and die. Or they made it as like a quick round, like, go, kill them before they have a chance. But Or fight over minutes. fight over the other planet that doesn't get blown up, you know? Right. If you right. knew, if they you told know. you. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you don't know that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, so fun doing the, um, the Navy-based ones because the Navy on, in that game are so overpowered that it's just so much fun. Even though they're so slow, they're still, it feels like you're really, you know, laying out a lot of firepower with those things. Oh, I love the yeah, ocean ones. All the battleships and stuff. Oh. Yeah, their reach is ridiculous. The The navies, and that was the same in the predecessor, Total Annihilation. The navy in that game was also just unreasonably powerful. Yeah, I went back and tried to play a little bit of the original, but I think I might have to mod it to let me scroll out farther. It's just such a narrow view. I think they have it on Steam. Yeah, I have it on Steam, so I think I can probably find a way to do that. Like, it's I think it'd still be fun to play. It's just I need to. It needs like a controls overhaul. <laughs> like, it's kind of got some. It's like one of those games where you have to select your units with the right or left mouse button, and then you have to tell them where to go with the left mouse button again. So. I don't know why they didn't have right and left mouse buttons options for like different things like selecting and attacking, but well, didn't you know back in the early '90s they only had one mouse button? They couldn't fit more than one button into the into the mouse. It wasn't that old. old and also, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> when I remember, our DOS just, still had. I'm two just mouse making buttons. shit up. <laughs> why would you need more than one? 
excellent question. <laughs> anyway, now planetary annihilation is a lot of fun. I'm glad you managed to get someone else to to join in. Maybe someday we can get like the four of us, including your friend, to play a, a big group battle. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, it'd be good to do versus, uh, just because when yeah. you have only two people, people tend to get bitter, and someone tends to be better. <laughs> yep. Or it'd be fun to do four team versus the AI, because there's a point when you fight the AI where you can't have any more of them just because of how many things they can do with their you know ability to multitask that we can't. Yeah, that's true. Also, my computer explodes after a certain number of things are on the screen, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll have to put that off for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. Because I think having <laughs> having us play against each other is going to have a lot more units than the AI tend to do. Uh, could be, could not, though. I mean, the AI has a nasty habit of just, like, filling their area with random shit. That's true. They have way more buildings than I would ever bother doing. The only thing that they that they don't do that I think a lot of us do is like filling the sky with orbital units. Yeah, and just having like two thousand airplanes swarming the entire planet's surface. Right, just constantly. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, anyway, let's. That's enough of planetary annihilation. I think that'd be a lot of fun. We should totally do that. And then if it goes amusingly, maybe we can talk about it on a future episode and take digs at each other. Yeah, it could be good. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've been up to. Oh, I have another one. You're going to like it, Brian. Yeah, am I? A... <laughs> Actually, it might be good for you, Eric, since you don't like the complexity of Kerbal Space, but still like space, I assume. I, I do like space, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate space. I'm more of a time guy. <laughs> 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 I just like the fourth dimension. The other three can go fuck themselves. <laughs> just I'm not a purist. A fan. Just not a fan. <laughs> it's all fake news. <laughs> God. Anyway, so there's this game. Let's see. It's called A Thousand Days to Escape. Um, it also happens to look like a Flash game, just coincidentally. But it may even have a bit of Flash game. I don't know. But it's five bucks, and you just have to get off the Earth within a thousand days and you have the certain population and so you have your spaceship and it's super simple it already has a spaceship and you just open the top part of it and you just take a house and you just dump people into the spaceship and then you throw in chunks of fuel and then other like life support systems you just drop it all in there and then uh you just point out a planet and then you push go and then it just flies all these people and so you have to like send out all these probes to all these different planets, find out which ones are habitable, terraform the planet, and then send all the people over there before the timer runs out. So it's it's pretty entertaining. It's on my wish list now. Yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I played it for like two, three hours. That's about all it's all you're going to get out of it. But it is it is pretty fun. Well, sweet. And it's, it's very satisfying seeing uh, you shake the entire population of the Earth into a, a little capsule. Because <laughs> they just they just fall out like little tiny individual people, and you're just like dur, 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 and then they start like bouncing off the sides, so. <laughs> sinking into the liquid nitrogen pool that you have. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you miss some of them? Do they like bounce off the side and fall <laughs> off out of the rocket? Like, I'm oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah, then it doesn't count. Then you gotta then they just go back into the little house thing. But oh, it would have been funnier if they just 
Nope, you're not going. Sorry. <laughs> then, <laughs> you're gone. Then you got to roller coaster tycoon them, pick them up one at a time. <laughs> and drown them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a very satisfying uh, game. But yeah. Cool. Watch out for that sale on his freaking $5 on the $5 already. game? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, as for myself, um, most of what I've been doing has been playing through the various games like that we have for the podcast. It's been halo reach and Sekiro and so on and so forth but when i haven't been playing that i've been playing more vr stuff um the latest one i forget what it's called it's some made up elven name sounds like if you were to tell me to make a character for like elder scrolls i might come up with that random jumble of consonants and vowels um but it's it's basically a, a bow simulator game meaning like bow and arrow and that has been so much fun uh it's one of the teleport around kind of games so they just kind of give you spots that you can teleport to and then walk within that area and you're part of like a group of i guess they're supposed to be wizards though no one seems to do magic except for you so whatever they fight hand to hand you're theirs as an archery backup and you basically just uh rail shooter your way to the end killing off people by shooting them in the face with arrows it's very entertaining um the best part is, is that if you've ever actually shot a bow, <clears throat> the way you're supposed to do it is when you draw back, you're supposed to bring your thumb to your cheek so you can look down the the shaft and aim properly and get the right amount of pullback on, on the string. But I have a VR set on my head and a controller in my hand, so I'd say for the first couple hours i was playing it was almost every other time i went to shoot someone i'd smack myself in the face event <laughs> um, eventually you get used to it like you actually have to reach back and pull an arrow out of your quiver put it on you know knock it on the string pull back and fire it's it's very very entertaining and just like with a real bow you kind of get used to how you're not quite looking down straight down where you're aiming you, you kind of have to make a judgment of where you're actually aiming and you know how the arrows tilted and all that so after you play for a couple hours you start to get a really good instinct for where the arrow is going to land like my initial round i think i had like a 20 or 30 percent accuracy and i think the last time i was playing i was closer to 60 so you really do get some like intuitive shots going on um and they've got a narrator in the back slash your friends who are going with you who will make fun of you the entire time if you're missing which adds to all the frustration of the fact that you can't <laughs> aim this primitive weapon <laughs> oh so like a real life friend simulator right exactly got your friends sit behind you just giving you crap <laughs> exactly like literally sitting there with a beer in their hand oh no i'm, I'm not gonna do it I, I i don't i don't i don't shoot bows but i'm gonna comment on how bad you are <laughs> oh i don't play video games i just like watching you fail right nerd <laughs> 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 fucking loser takes <laughs> another swig of the beer <laughs> right rest you it missed. on his beer gut <laughs> yo the target was over there I know <laughs> yeah um, so that's been a lot of fun uh, the other, only other game I've been playing is uh, Starbound with Kevin and Kyle we beat Terraria into the ground and decide to move on to the same game but in space so yep <laughs> so that's that's been a lot of fun we haven't quite like figured out what roles we want to play it seems like i'm moving towards melee defender kyle seems to be on like a mixed ranged 
melee, depending on the situation, and Kevin, as per norm, is full range and potentially magic. So, I don't yeah. quite remember if there's magic in this game. Yeah, I somehow I have a staff that does magic, basically, So, which I'm usually never the mage. I'm always just the ranged person, but we haven't found a sniper rifle yet, so until that yeah. happens. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Starbound and Terraria are basically Minecraft in two dimensions uh with a very expansive amount of enemies and bosses and items that you can find in craft you know minecraft kind of limits it down to go out in the world explore get resources come back build a hut sit in it and cry at night and not really super expansive on enemies and, and items that you can find and make most of it's just more shit to build more shit whereas Terrarian Starbound focus much more on the finding wings so you can fly and finding this staff that can call down hellfire from the sky. Um, just a different kind of a game. And Starbound is just a more expansive version of Terraria, where Terraria you're stuck on one world. Starbound allows you to explore a galaxy. So it was a good step after Terraria to move into this more expansive game. Um, and we might do a, a review at some point of those two, since... Kevin and I have put countless hours into this game at this point, and mm-hmm. we might as well. Um, maybe I can get everyone to play a little bit of Minecraft so we can do all of the <laughs> Minecraft-esque building oh, games. Oh, man. <laughs> Bro, I think like, the last time we played that was, damn, like five years ago or something. It probably looks way different now. I've, I don't even know. I, I doubt it. I have a feeling that it's the same game, but now there's just more variety of horses. That's true. Uh, probably flower pots <laughs> yeah i haven't played <laughs> minecraft in probably five years but man i'm glad that that wasn't on steam when i was playing because i don't have an hour count so that's good same <laughs> yeah, I, yeah i also no longer have access to my account because i completely forget what it was so it's okay i'll survive same. without it anymore yeah anyway i think uh maybe a good time to move on to the actual games we played this week Sounds good. So let's start out with some Rocket League, Kevin. Hell yeah. All right. It's Rocket League time. So freaking good. Um, Yeah. You sound very fake enthused. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It's a it's 100% genuine, Brian. I'm just a very excitable person. Tell me why I should have liked this game. Because they put rockets on cars. I mean, what more do you you want out of this game? And they're in league with each other? Yeah. All right, review over. Let's talk about Stanley. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced. No, Rugby League's a, it's a very good game. Um, it is technically a high-powered hybrid of arcade-style soccer and vehicular mayhem. Easy to understand controls, fluid physics-driven competition. So Nice try. That's from Steam. It is. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? Because I'm looking at the same page. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the way you were saying it was clearly being read or read. <laughs> you tried, though. I don't know. Put I'll, some I'll pauses in. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, so you guys obviously hate this game, but... With a passion, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's it's a different kind of passion. It's not like this game sucks. It's like you just have like this lifelong grudge against sports, and it's coming out in, in this game. Um, I wouldn't say against sports sports as much as the culture around them like i have no problem with going outside and like hitting a ball with a thing (laughs) i've you know did that a lot when i was a kid 
even was in, you know, hockey stuff and tried to play basketball for a while, but the amount of unreasonable aggravation that people get and passion behind did the guy put the ball in the hoop, yes or no, just turns me off to it. I mean, it's a game, guys. Come on. And it's not even that interesting of a game. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, where's the story? How many times... Like, come on. Right. <laughs> I want to see how this, how this develops in Act 2, but I can't. I mean, how many times do they score in a normal football game, meaning soccer game? How many times? Couple, maybe I mean, like typically five. pretty low. I think it's total. even less than that. I think it's like two. <laughs> no, I mean between the teams. <laughs> yeah, like and they last for hours. It's just a bunch of guys running back and forth over and over again. I'm not saying that they're not incredibly talented athletes, but is it worth killing someone because your team lost? Is I mean, it? I'm worth... not trying to defend that. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Is it, is it worth? <laughs> No, Kevin, yeah, you I heard you talk about people. this yesterday, about how you were going to go murder people over the sports. Yeah. <laughs> I hear how you talk about your hockey teams. No, I always find it amusing when people are like, oh man, you know, my team won. Like, are you, how do you find any sort of pride in, <laughs> right. in somebody else who happens to like the team is organized in your hometown, but none of the people are from your hometown and you're watching them play a game and you're like, yes, my team, my honor is now better because they won. Like, and if you, and if you listen to them, it's when they win, it's we won. When they lose, it's they lost all the time. All the time. I hear it from Eagles fans all the time. <laughs> like, well, that's a special breed of fan. Yeah, they that are. you're unfortunate enough to be around. <laughs> There's something else. <laughs> anyway, before we go any further into that, what the fuck do you want us to play the stupid game for, Kevin? <laughs> yeah, so it's just, you know, it's got, it's got, it's got rockets on the cars. You still haven't but described what the game actually yeah, is. Yeah, so what is this game? <laughs> so I mean, I thought that was self-explanatory, but yeah. So <laughs> it's not by the name. <laughs> so it's essentially soccer with cars. Uh, you just a giant ball, and it's three on three, and you just drive around. You have rockets, and you just all smack the ball around by driving into it, and then it gets in the goal. But it's Whoa. yeah, I know, right? It's so cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, the really cool thing about it honestly because it lays out really good <clears throat> really good base gameplay that it's it's pretty simple you know you just have a boost button you have you have a flip button so you can like flip the car forward or sideways to get some movement there but what it allows you to do is like it's one of those games where it's very simple to play but super hard to master because the the people who have taken those controls like the really good people like the stuff they do is just insane because you can, you know, with the system, you can boost up into the air. You can do all these crazy flips. You can drive to the side of the wall, boost off, and then, like, boost halfway across the map and flip into a, a soccer ball and shoot it down into the net. Like, the the moves and, like, the flexibility you have with the thing is, is pretty ridiculous. I mean, it's more entertaining than a real soccer game, but still haven't sold me. <laughs> it's about the cosmetics, isn't it? You mean the 500 trillion possible cosmetic combinations that it advertises in its Steam page? Yeah, where, where does it say they, that? They scroll down to about this game. They decided that that's so important 
That's what you're really here for. Cosmetic customizations. God damn, mm. how didn't I know about this before? I could have been playing this game for eons. I know. I know. I know. There's so many millions. customizations. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that's always kind of stupid because they say combinations and it's like, yeah, no duh, if you have a combination of like 30 different things, then it's going to be like millions. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. So many. Does that include all the colors you can color your car? Probably. It, prob- it probably does, which is. Oh, that'd be so funny. It's like, we got we got 256 bits of color combined <laughs> across five different parts of the car. There's billions, billions of we've, combinations. We've got the whole RGB scale, guys. Yeah. You don't even know. <laughs> we got the whole visible light spectrum on this thing. You can pick any wavelength you want. <laughs> new update. New update. It actually displays in UV spectrum. It's awesome. Any wavelength you want. <laughs> They're like, yeah, seven million options to customize, and you check it out. It's all the same car, just different shades of <laughs> blue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I will say, I'm, I'm never like a big fan of all the the DLCs, and I don't really customize my characters or anything. Um, and you can see, I, I know, yeah, you I, always I, play as McBlandy brown hair pants, so exactly. Yeah. And I still rock the default car in this thing. Um, <laughs> I did. I did change some of it a bit, but it is the, the basic one. But yeah, like with with this, you know, I'm not a fan of doing that. You can see that on the Steam page, they have 31 different DLC packs, and they're all just different cars. I think one of them is like, oh no, there's packs. You can get the uh, MLB. What? Uh, but it's cars. All right, I don't. I don't understand. Dude, there's a a Hot Wheels pack for six bucks. Yeah. For the price of one Hot Wheels car, you can have. (laughs) I mean, honestly, like, if anything, I would be interested in the Hot Wheels cars. (laughs) That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to look like what you think they look like. No, but on the bright side, well, we'll get into that later. Um, It does, they do have good car animations, which they better, considering that's all the game is. (laughs) It's, okay, sorry, I thought that. For a second there, they in their advertisement, it was just like a Rocket League car going down a Hot Wheels track. And I'm like, did they really make this game even more boring by turning it into a Hot Wheels simulator? All the fun of driving down a straight track. Hey, don't you <laughs> diss the Hot Wheels simulator. I used to play that game for like hours straight, man. <laughs> you don't remember that? Uh, I do, but I'm just pointing out that... Uh, <laughs> I don't think they were going to let you build a track in this game. No, and they didn't let you build a track in the Hot Wheels simulator either. What the hell's no, the didn't. point? <laughs> they were pre, pre-made maps. It was, supposed to be watching a video. It was kind of like playing... It was kind of like... Well, there was a 3D Frogger game that we used to play. It was kind of like a rail version of uh, Hot Wheels where you just... I think you just managed your speed. I don't know. <laughs> I think you dodged stuff. I think stuff fell on the track, so it was like those... Um, music like racing, quote unquote games where you have to dodge past stuff as the music plays. Yeah, and games. Yeah, yeah. Like bit trip runner. Audio surf. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. No, back to the back to the DLC things. Like, I'm not a fan of these, but I also understand that you know it's a way for the developers to make money off of people who feel the need to do this. So, but it's poisonous, Kevin. It's, it's poisonous. Not, I will say it's not twenty dollar Fortnite packs. Where you get you get one skin 
for like 20 bucks. I mean, it's pretty cheap. You're like, I mean, some of these other prices are of literal Hot Wheels cars. But it's but it's the fact that you're still spending money on something that should have been in the game in the first place and doesn't really add value or add any nuance to the game or anything new to it that would validate spending any more money. There was a day when they would give you half of a game for fucking free in the hope you might buy it. And now they want you to spend... These aren't even real fucking Hot Wheels cars. I'm watching the video now. They're just like a 1970s Corvette. It's not a fucking Hot Wheels car. That's a car. Come on. Yeah, everyone knows that the real cars were the least interesting part of Hot Wheels. Right. I want my car to have pizza smeared all over it with uh, right, with right. a shark mouth and fins. <laughs> and a dragon head coming yeah, off the top. Yeah, none of this bullshit real car ass stuff. This is this is poisonous, Kevin. This is part of the problem. I just want to review. There, there are some actual Hot Wheels cars in there. I don't know which it one. It looks more on. like they give you cosmetic items to turn your car into something that might mimic a Hot Wheels no, car. No, there's, there's a few Hot Wheels cars. I was watching the whole video. I didn't the, see any. I don't know which one you're looking at, but <laughs> right, this is dumb. I'm not going to buy them. <laughs> I don't have a problem with them. They got to have some way to keep track of you people. don't. <laughs> I don't understand why you don't. That's this is this is like now. You know what? I'm not going to. Let's move on to <laughs> to why the fuck you would want to buy this game in the first place versus why Eric and I have no interest. <laughs> All right. So I mean, with this game, I mean, I think I'm just. It's part of my my personal uh, personality and interest to just be like really like games that are just endless tug of war battles. Um, <laughs> whether it's yeah playing <laughs> playing like three hour sessions on that altitude game, or playing Team Fortress on the one map where games would go on for four hours. I don't know. I enjoy that and uh, Battlefield. Yes, yes. Um, so this game, I mean, I also like playing soccer. So. But I don't like soccer games because those are boring. But this one, I mean, <laughs> it's got cars and rockets and it's soccer. And it's like tug of war where you're just constantly battling for the upper hand. And, you know, you're making all these precise little movements and stuff. I don't know. It was – and there's no game that's really like this. There's been there's been some that are like different takes on soccer or like different sports where you like, I don't know, have a small amount of people and you got to like hit things. Um which I always still like playing those. So this was just, it was very cool to me. Hmm. See, hmm. and for me, it's its a sports game. I've been, the well for sports games for me has been poisoned over the years of just being uninteresting, repetitive, and something that they put out every year and expect you to spend $60 on. So I see any sports game and I immediately go, Mm-mm, no, not buying it, not playing it. There's This is not for me. This is for Someone who would legitimately spend sixty dollars to get an updated fantasy football league. So no. <laughs> yeah, it's um Nope. Not buying it. It reminds me of like a mini game or something that you'd expect to be in like Saints Row, where they already yes. have like car physics and stuff and they already have boosters and they already have like ridiculous yes. mechanics and stuff in the real game that you play for having fun. And then they're like, here's a challenge. Your car has boosters and there's a big soccer ball in this middle of this court. Now you got to you gotta fight to get the soccer ball over there. And then you get three stars <laughs> if you manage to get it over there in 10 seconds, you know. And that's kind of what, I'm ex- what <laughs> it looks like to me. Like, I'd be interested in playing this game. I just haven't seen the game yet. 
you know, like the, the <laughs> handling of the cars a lot. The game that it's supposed to be, yeah. I really, yeah, I really <laughs> like the way it handles and stuff. I just don't understand where the game went, you know. They could have made this into like a a twisted metal or something, you know. But it just winds up feeling like a mini game, that a mini challenge <laughs> that you should be playing on some other better game. Yep, that's a very good point. That's it. Yeah, that's that's a perfect analogy. This is this is a mini game in another game. I don't know. I think you could say that about a lot of things. Like, I mean, I'm going to bring up Mario Galaxy, <laughs> but I know you guys don't <laughs> care about that anyway. But that used to be a mini game <laughs> inside of Super Mario Sunshine. It was like a side special mission, and then they blew that out into a whole game. So I mean, hold on. To be fair, I would go on the fact that every Mario game has been the same game since Mario sixty four. Well, so right, I your your point is not made, Kevin. And hey, I'm fine if <laughs> they whoa. if they want to take this mini game and then blow it out into a full game. That'd be fine. Depends on what the full game is. I'll hold my judgment for that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying they got a good start in terms of the driving mechanics, that's all. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, like, there's too much that you have to go crazy and add with this game. Like, I feel like it's, sometimes it's more, it's better to have a pretty simple concept. And then, you know, they've added on, you know, all the different, um, the different stages. They've had, there's different modes, too. So they have multiple different sports, and they have, like, this one, like, experimental mode where they keep trying out, like, different mechanics where, like, you can, like, shoot the other cars and like stuff like that so there's there's other stuff to the game than just like the one map and like the one ball so it's a bit they, they flesh it out a bit more mm. Mm, mm, mm. Indeed. so let's go on to actual initial impressions like post being forced to, to play this game um when i i will admit that after i played it for the first two rounds each time i sat down to play it I started to feel like invested. Like I'm like, all right, I, I want to win now. I'm I want to. I'm starting to get into the groove of the game, and I I want to be able to do the thing. And then by the third or fourth one, when I was actually making goals, I'm like, there's really no satisfaction to doing this. And now I'm. Yeah, I definitely started mm-hmm. out, and initially it like gave me a sour taste because it looked like FIFA from the front screen. I was like, oh god. <laughs> traumatized (laughs) i don't want to watch someone play this and now i actually have to try here we go uh my roommates used to play fifa like it was their goddamn job taking up valuable xbox time um yeah (laughs) doing nothing so i i got into the game and i was like wow all right I actually like how this handles, like the car, the sounds of the cars and the way the booster works. And I was having fun figuring out how to get off the ground. I didn't really wind up playing the game for a little bit because I was having fun with the rocket mechanics, Uh, much to the dismay of my teammates, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) You're that guy. Hey, you know, you got to, newbies got to start somewhere. Um, (laughs) And yeah, once I started trying to make goals and stuff, um, I thought that was somewhat fun, but I really I wound up having a lot more fun harassing the other cars and like blowing them up. Just whenever I saw one that was sitting still, I'd just charge them, kill them. And then unfortunately at the end, they don't give you like a kill count. They don't tell you how many people you blew up because that was like my goal for like 
the, you know, the <laughs> next 10 rounds was like, see how many cars I can blow up. And I'm like, well, how am I, how do I know if I'm doing better? I got to count manually. It's bullshit. Um, <laughs> I started trying to actually <laughs> the game and lost interest pretty quickly. But um, yeah, I think my impression was that the, it was a lot of fun driving the cars. Um, it wasn't very much fun playing the game though. I mean, it sounds like you just wanted to kill people. Well, it is a video game. <laughs> <laughs> right. And if, if scoring a goal was more satisfying, you probably wouldn't have. Right. Well, I'm just, just it, it's very repetitive. I don't know. It just seems more like you're not interacting with the other players as much as you're just chasing the ball with them. Yeah. I will say, I mean, because the gameplay loop is, is pretty simple. You just hit the, the ball with your car until it goes in the net. Um, yeah, it can get pretty old after a while. I will say that, especially with like simple games like this. But I mean, for me, like I just enjoy like the the, like, the short term tactics of like each each game. And for me, like it doesn't really get too repetitive. But yeah, I can see how you like you play a few games and you're just like, all right, well, this is all the game has to offer, I guess. Right, and with all the other, I just had uh, all the other I options I, I just, that. <laughs> anyway let's give it some silence but yeah i was i was gonna say i had a a vision of you just like on a soccer field and you're just like beating the crap out of people and then the game ends and you guys lose you're like but i killed three people like (laughs) (laughs) dripping with blood like (laughs) but but i won (laughs) anyway that's <laughs> I think you're in the wrong game here. <laughs> well, if they had stayed dead, he would have won. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, um, we've kind of gone over how the game plays, and then it, it's so simplistic. There's really not much to it. Um, the one thing I wanted to point out was there's like many games um, that are popular. They put a lot of work into the skybox and like the background stuff. Mm-hmm. We, I was I was playing today and I got bored and stopped paying attention to what was going on in the game and started like looking around. Like, wow, they got a lot of detail on like the ocean that we're hovering above or whatever the fuck's going on out there. All these peninsulas and people. I'm assuming the bobbing heads in the crowd with their flags. Like a lot of shit going on behind the scenes. Huh, too bad it got lost in the I'm going to look at this single ball. <laughs> yeah, the, the backgrounds were definitely really cool, the different stadiums. And even though each one is like functionally exactly the same, um there were some like when I get like certain stadiums I was just like, yes, this stadium, like I hated like I think the uh the train station one and like the underwater one. Because I like the ones that were more like actually like stadiums with the grass Why? and everything. It was just easier to see everything because, like, okay, so the other ones had like see-through, um, like floors and like all sorts of other crap going on, and I was just like, "This is like this is too much stuff." Okay, so there was actually like a gameplay reason, not just like a man. I wanted to look at blue in the background, yeah. not green. <laughs> this no, is bullshit. I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> they have my fans on the right side instead of their left side. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for me it was functional. And uh, also, whenever you score a goal, the, the noise is different. And some of them I just really didn't like. I I don't even know what sound it made when you score a goal. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it it's, it's different per map. 
I just remember the train one. Whenever you scored, it would like shoot off a train whistle. It was just like, no, do not like that. Or like when you're in like the Mad Max Wasteland one, they like then they do some like drum beats and like other stuff. Yeah, uh, I do not remember. I can't believe that that's like normally. I just want to contrast with what we normally are complaining about. Like normally we're complaining about some bullshit in the story or you know gun mechanics or you know ow. I, you know, I was walking down this path and everything was fine. Then suddenly someone jumped out and stabbed me and it, something interesting. You're talking about a fucking noise that it made when you scored a goal as the only differing factor between your experience within this game. <laughs> hey, goal goal noises are very important. Like, oh man, it was so much fun except for that one time that I got on the train level and they wanted to use a train whistle instead of just a siren. Blech. <laughs> hey but, but i mean for real though goal, goal horn noises are really something to be really annoying like in hockey each stadium has their own specific noise and so there's some like for your, your teams when you hear it you're just like yeah like it's it's this horn and then you go to other stadiums and you're just like that is freaking disgusting and assaulting my ears and it's yeah. annoying but it's like in most games when you're complaining about it oh i hate this map it's like oh i hate the way this map is laid out it's not that fun to play on but this is copy pasted map it's just the, the aesthetic right. of it it's different. the same thing <laughs> I mean, I play I on the blue arena. there's only like two <laughs> or i hate water <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm gonna make do with what what they give me, and there's only about yeah, there's what it looks like, and the sound it makes is different from maps. So that's all I got to complain about. <laughs> yeah. So as for like graphics and and GUI and audio, I mean, it was a simplistic GUI, so it didn't really get in the way, but it kind of gave you enough information. I wouldn't say the graphics. Well, you know what? They were good. I'll give them credit. It looked pretty. There's it was the right amount of like cartoony flash and and detail. Oh, the grass is so good. Those <laughs> those textures. <laughs> um, I agree. It looked very pretty. And the audio. I mean, apparently there were different goal sounds that should have been getting on my nerves. I didn't really notice. Yeah, uh, the engine noises were satisfying. I guess. Um, really was. <laughs> <laughs> they could have made the explosions when you kill another car more obvious. It just shows up a little ding that says you destroyed somebody. It should be like a you know. I don't know, a screech or like, you know, you know, he wanted to scream. He like, wanted to know the person <laughs> is dying. Well, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going to make so much noise over, like, making a score, it should at least matter that somebody got their car exploded. That's a fair point. I would expect a car exploding to be louder than a goal. But, you know, I guess it's not that kind of game. I think you're just you're in the wrong game. Do they have a soccer first person shooter game? <laughs> oh, oh, they do. It's called Griffball, which was so much better than this game. I was gonna bring that up. Griffball. I was like, yeah, like this game would be so much better if they included gravity hammers. <laughs> Hell yeah! So in Halo Three, uh, they had the gravity hammers, which are the brute hammer version of the Elite's energy sword. For those mm -hmm. of you who don't know, in Red versus Blue, the uh, series where they, you know, the comedy series where they took the Halo game and moved people around in the game to create like 
animations. Um, eventually, they got to a point in it where they had taken Griff's because the character. I don't know, what the fuck? They, yeah, they took one of the one of the character's internal organ. I can't remember what. What the crap? And they they inflated it, and they were playing games with it. Not obviously, you couldn't see it in the game because there is no such thing in Halo. But they were talking about it, and they were playing Griff Ball. Hence, in Halo Three, they came up with a. It was originally like a user made variation of the game where people would play basically soccer using gravity hammers and then one of the may have been reach they actually turned it into a legitimate game type kind of like how zombies was originally just a game type that the users played and everyone had an honor system which is weird to say in gaming where they just agreed not to pull out their pistol when they weren't the fucking zombie or when they weren't the the humans um and switch teams when they died it was weird but eventually they turned that into an actual game type where you play zombies. So Griff Ball was a better version of Rocket League, which was inside of a better game. <laughs> Wrapped around. Whoa. That's my quote for our overall rating one-liner for this game. We can move on to Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh I mean, I don't quite have the one. I quite don't quite have the one-liner, but uh, it would definitely be better as a racing game. I think um, could it would definitely like a stunt game like that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be way I'd, more. I'd fun. enjoy that where you get like some sort of uh, semi-open world track that you got to go on and uh, use your rocket boosters to get from place to place. Like that, it handles well enough for that. I don't see why they couldn't do that. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm not interested in the soccer aspect, so kind of sucks. I'm going to point out just a little behind the scenes. We have a, a Google Drive where we keep all this stuff and some Google Docs that we use. One of them is just kind of a list of stuff to talk about and how we move through these conversations. Kevin's currently at highlighting atmosphere <laughs> where we normally talk about story oh, I'm just over and around. over again. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, all right. So characters moving on yeah. story what about, moving what about, on cinematics moving on <laughs> we need to talk about the characters here the, the story c- c- car one <laughs> car two. <laughs> oh, car three was my favorite yeah he had he had a good arc <laughs> i'm just absolutely just clicking around this thing it's funny because you kept going over that one over and oh, yeah, over again. Like guys, guys, we need to talk about this. Though. That's why. Yeah, oh, watch I out for the spoilers. <laughs> Is there legitimately anything else you want to talk about with this, Kevin? Or, or are we good? Not really. I mean, the the soundtrack for the game is very good. We'll say that the menu soundtrack. Yeah, it was I really, really satisfying. The silence. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, we're <laughs> because... <done> here. <laughs> so, as for ranking for real, I m- maybe if I had nothing else to play, I might play it. But honestly, I think I'd just find another hobby at that point. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Eric would be up rather just killing people. Right. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> and, Start uh... looking for a good location to hide bodies. <laughs> gotta do proper homework you know i always do my homework <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for me obviously i would i would play this game anytime really oh yeah yeah it's it's fun wow. to just drop back into it huh yeah. see i thought that this was going to be a conversation where 
you were going to be like, I mean, I played it for a while. Eh, I'm kind of just, you know, Mark was really supposed to be the one to defend this game because he fucking loves it. But eh, yeah, it's, it's okay. I, it's not bad. But I didn't realize this was something that you that you really liked that much. Oh, no. Yeah, I freaking love Rocket League. I have 91 hours in it, so. Jeez. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Should have led with that. <laughs> Fuck. God damn. Yeah, it's like it's a like it's a number one rating for me. We'll play this anytime, anywhere. I might even get it on the Switch so I can literally play it anywhere. You know, never know. God. <laughs> just feel you just crumbling inside. <laughs> the disappointment. Eric, um, what was the count on the months for uh for Fallout? Oh, I think we hit seven. <laughs> Alright, nobody's gotta <laughs> nobody's gotta bring that up again. <laughs> How many hours? I think it was <laughs> Six, seven? seven. You didn't even put in the eight. <laughs> Ninety-one hours in Rocket League. Holy fuck! All right, let's yeah. uh, yeah, let's uh, let's talk Stanley Parable. Eric, you were the one who had recommended that we that we do this in combination with Rocket League. So go ahead. Let's hear what Stanley's about. Sure. So Stanley Parable is a, I guess, it's like a story adventure game, um, and. You kind of start out, as we were talking about before, I do like killing things in my video games. Unfortunately, it's not one of those games, but it still drew me in, which shows you what kind of merit it has. <laughs> so Zero kills, still enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, no, I guess, I guess my own character died, so we can count that as like a half kill. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so if we take a look at Steam's description, we got... Stanley Parable is a first-person exploration game. You'll play a Stanley, you will not play a Stanley. You'll follow a story, you will not follow a story. You will have a choice, you will have no choice, and the game will end. The game will never end. <laughs> so that's uh, <laughs> that's how Steam describes it. And I would say that it definitely goes along with how the game's formatted and what they're trying to get around uh, with with how the stories play out. Um so the way that I say that there's obvious spoilers. Oh, oh, for sure. The entire game will be spoiled. Yeah. We are going to spoil the shit out of this. So if you haven't played it, it's very short. It's cheap. Re- it can it can be cheap depending on. Um, the there's a time. demo for free if you want to give it a shot, and uh, don't listen any further. It doesn't take very long to beat the game. So go ahead, Eric. Spoil it. <laughs> All right, spoiling time. So the way the game starts out, you're Stanley. Uh, you're a I don't know, office worker uh, who shows up for work and you are, your job is to press buttons. You sit at your computer, the computer prompts you to press E. You press E and then you continue and do that for the rest of your life. But today is different. There are no prompts and that's how it starts. And from there, uh, you are not given exactly what you're supposed to do, but there's a narrator that talks over you the entire game. Uh, and it's your main source of amusement and instruction. <laughs> so the yes. narrator will say something along the lines of, Stanley does not know what to do. Every day he has sat at his cubicle and done his work with no interruptions. But what is going on today? He should go over to the staff room and find out what is going on. You know, Stanley really should go over to the staff room. He doesn't think he'll be able to find anything in this room. <laughs> And he'll, he'll do Staring that. at the computer screen is obviously not changing anything. He should really get up 
and go to the staff room. With unexplained Please. fascination, <laughs> Stanley continues to wander around the room, clicking <laughs> buttons, trying to find out if anything does anything. <laughs> Sadly, there was nothing to do in this room, and Stanley has wasted five minutes of his precious day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's what what goes on in the game in general and as you progress through uh you can make various choices very obvious choices you'll walk into a room and narrator will go stanley came to a fork in the road with two different doors and he chose the door on the left and then you go into the door on the right and he goes oh of course <laughs> of course and, like, and, he, and he resets you puts you back and says maybe i wasn't clear <laughs> stanley chose the door on the left <laughs> right so <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of how the game works um i gotta i think i'm gonna hand it over to you guys and see what your initial impressions were because that beginning that is the first choice is to go in the door on the left or the right and just the way that that played out really intrigued me for what exactly i got myself into yeah so, for me i mean i uh i started out and then i followed the instructions and beat the game and <laughs> stop playing so that's easy easiest game ever <laughs> yeah, I've got an achievement so I beat the game I was like alright I, I don't understand why this has a very positive review I spent $15 <laughs> on it and got 5 minutes of playtime bullshit <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I mean, that, that was the first thing I did but yeah I kept playing the game oh but. my god really <laughs> see for me and I, this really, wow, that's weird. This is going to speak a lot to how Kevin and I play, and Eric, um, play like open world games differently. Because every time I've got Kevin to play something like a Fallout or, or an Elder Scrolls, he'll only do the main story. I'll be like, oh, did you ever find this? I'll be like, no. Why? What? It was like on your path. You just had to go. No, no, they told me to go that way. So I went into the story. Whereas I'm like, the second that I get in, the second that I have anything, it will pull me off immediately and I will go into the weeds and start doing anything but the main story. That's exactly what happened in this game was, hence why Eric and I were saying the, you know, back and forth stuff there about, you know, Stanley decided to dick around in the room for five, yeah, because we both did the same thing. We're looking around the room going, okay, how does this game work? Can I pick this up? Is that actually interactable? Is there something behind that door? What about over here? It looks like something's going on there. And the whole time the narrator's going, Stanley needs to get on with his life and just go to the fucking staff room already. Obsessed like, with doorknobs, yeah. Stanley wandered around the office, aimlessly trying every door. <laughs> Fully knowing that they're all locked. Yeah. <laughs> As every day like... <laughs> he's been at the office, every door has been locked since the beginning of time, but he still insists that maybe today will be the day. <laughs> Stanley clearly has a mental disorder, which will not let him pass a single doorknob without touching it. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's doing that, and I'm like... It's it's pissing me off a little bit because I'm like, motherfucker, I'm just trying to explore the world you've given me. And so when I got to that choice, I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm going through the right door, you cunt. I'm not going to go through the one you told me to because you've been making fun of me for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, well, <laughs> what are you going to do? So I assume that, yeah, I think that's probably a fair way of putting it. I also did not do the main mission first. I... I think I wound up dying the first time I played because I went in the wrong direction. Um, I never did the main mission. <laughs> you never did the main mission? What? 
No, I How do you know there wasn't anything else down there? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro. <laughs> Awful. That was literally the only way to beat the game. I guess I just died every time. Or fell into some, like, existential <laughs> quandary. You just, had, you just had to do what the guy said. It was the best ending. <laughs> no, well, it wasn't. <laughs> <That> was, I mean, <laughs> I think there was, like, a total of 18 endings or something. Yeah. Um, and I think I, I finished them all. But, uh, I don't know, let's say, in terms of the level design, which, which of the storylines was your guys' favorite? Like, what um, was the I most thought, interesting? I thought the the coolest one i mean i did the, i did the first one first because i was like when they were having the decisions i'm like okay it's gonna be maybe one of these games where i have to like oh, go against the narrator and some crazy thing happen and i was just like you know I'm just, I'm just gonna see what happens if i just follow everything he says and it that was actually nice because it gave you context for like everything else that was happening because mm-hmm. um, you got to see it like all the way through and you got to see like what it should be and then you got to break it so i like doing the first one um and then after exhausting all the different options and going around i like the one i think it was called the confusion ending mm-hmm. and you uh because it, it's it's cool because all the different paths like on some of the narrator gets really pissed at you and on some he's like kind of just working with you and then on some he's like on your side oh yeah and that and it, i thought it was it was pretty cool how that was going and so yeah on one of them he was just like, you know what, Stanley? We're just gonna like go make our own story. We don't have to be holding to this. He like he put a line on the ground that said like the story's this way. And he's like, you know what? We'll just do our own things. Like this is so much fun. It's so freeing. Like this is so cool. And you go into this room, and it was just like, yeah. Here's the plan for the next like five playthroughs, and you're on the middle part. And he's like, everything's predetermined. And the narrator has, has like this existential crisis. And then uh, eventually, he's like you know what, I'm not going to follow that. Screw that, I'm just going to sit here and do nothing because the game wants me to do something and I'm not going to... And then the game just resets and forces him to, to go back to the beginning and he just forgets everything. I was like, damn, that was that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, actually, now that you're... What you were talking about was sparking my, my brain and I, I remembered I took notes on this. I'm looking back. I did go in the left door because he was... There's a point where if you keep choosing right, he eventually is like, fine go in the right door i'm like yeah fuck you i'm going to the left door now and he gets like real upset with you and like depressed he's like <laughs> what do you want from me and i go in yeah and he gives you like these rating options and stuff and i just keep fucking yep. with them and eventually he makes you play minecraft <laughs> yeah that was fun i was like is this happening right now I like, yeah okay. i like that one that made me <laughs> yeah i i think the confusion ending was probably my favorite too it just it becomes silly and you're like all right where could this possibly be going because like up until that point i probably played like maybe two or three hours of just finding out uh different paths that it can go and seeing if there's any extra stuff that i you know they, they kind of drop little clues like the broom closet um mm-hmm. is something that there's <laughs> there's this closet that you go along it's one of the only marked doors that says broom closet and i'm like all right i'll go in there and then i furiously click around the room to see if anything happens and narrator's <laughs> like stanley went into the broom closet knowing full well nothing is in here and then you wait and he's like <laughs> he's like stanley obsessed with the brooms in the closet remains seated firmly despite knowing very well that he's getting hungry he will not be able to stay in here forever you know <laughs> like <laughs> and so they kind of leave you hints like that. And, you know, you didn't actually get anything out of the broom closet. But the next time I play around, I'm like, well, 
maybe if I wait just a little longer. <laughs> so after doing all that, I eventually do hit the confusion ending and it kind of opens up the office a little more, you know, it feels less constrained. And I thought mm-hmm. that was, that was the more interesting moment. Also, they had this, these weird like portal like effects uh, when you were going through mm-hmm. that, where you'd walk by like a hallway and then you'd walk, continue walking in the same room and realize that the hallway yeah. doesn't extend beyond yep. uh, the room or beyond that like opening to the hallway. So like the rest of the room is just empty or whatever. You walk around the other side and it's the same hallway. So I thought they did a really good job with the way that the levels uh, messed with how you usually perceive them being set up. Like sometimes they would set you up mm-hmm. in a continuous uh, hallway loop and the trick is to turn around and go the other way. And then all of a sudden the door shows up, you know? Um, right. Mm-hmm. Or there's, I think my favorite one was, I don't know what it was called, but the one where you go insane and the yeah. narrator starts fucking with you. And like, he's like, he's like, maybe you're just crazy. Maybe this is all in your head. And I, I looked down and realized that my person didn't have feet anymore. <laughs> yeah. And apparently I was like trying to wake up and we're stuck in this never ending room. And, then the narrator became Stanley or something, and then a, a woman finds your body outside. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was good. I also like the telephone ending. I don't know if you mm. guys did that where you unplug the telephone. I did unplug the telephone, but what happened? Um, I believe that he. Oh, just that's gets... when the whole good. the whole world starts like degrading or something like that. Right? Yeah, yeah, like shit just starts falling apart. Uh, and answering the phone's also kind of funny. It's not like. I don't know. The most satisfying parts of the game is where you, you know, break quote break the game. You don't follow his instructions, mm-hmm. and he gets pissed. And like when you yeah. finally get to the staff room, and the room's just like half dilapidated. He's <laughs> just like, "What did you do to my world?" <laughs> yeah, this is all wrong. And I think probably also... my least favorite part of the game is how little effort they put into like the office scenery. You'd think that there could be a lot more fun, like <laughs> Easter eggy things. I mean, if you actually look at the stuff they have written up on the the whiteboards and on the presentations, they're pretty funny. Yeah, but they don't change as you go through. I was kind of expecting that. Uh, Like, you would see little goofy alterations as you played it over and over again. Mm. I did like how he he would change his his dialogue as you went through it. Like, when when you you cut through the break room and the right door, and, like, every time you do that, he'll say, like, a different thing. And then you just wear him down so much that, like, at the end of it, he was just like, Stanley went to the break room. It was okay. And then <laughs> you just keep walking through. And then that's, like, the only thing he says after that. He just gets, like, really depressed. Yeah. <laughs> you just see it, like, degrade. Yeah that, yeah. that was really cool. I liked all the really, like, dark endings. There was the one, um, the darkest one, I think. I forget. I think it's when he makes you go through the red or blue door or something. And you, I don't know if that was the one, but you go to this platform where you stand there and there's all these fancy flashing lights oh yeah and he's like oh i feel so happy here like this is amazing let's just stay here forever and then you have to climb these stairs and just keep jumping to kill yourself yeah (laughs) are you really trying (laughs) to kill yourself just so i won't be happy and he's just like do you really hate me that much i was like damn this is this is really dark you really don't like my game stanley Okay. Yeah. I guess you should just throw yourself to your death again. It doesn't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was it was a legitimately funny game. Um, I, I always want to bring it back to the the meeting room though, with what they had written up the, on the wall. 
Because, like, if you actually looked at them, there's, like, a list of tips on how to not get fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they were, like, so sarcastic, like, don't get fired. <laughs> be a be a boss. <laughs> like, or they had, like, a, a they had some guy who needed to, his job was going to be to synergize the paper, but then they needed a guy to fire the guy for synergizing the paper. And we needed someone else to synergize with the guy that was firing the guy for synergizing. Like, <laughs> it was just such great office speak nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I, I sat there and watched the whole PowerPoint presentation. Uh, their 1950s like... thing about uh, choices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Another one about like, how to handle personal conflict in the office. And it was just like, you know, someone does something wrong uh bottle it up and be passive aggressive about it and then explode and do something <laughs> crazy and then it just had like a loop <laughs> yeah, yeah the office it's, was pretty on point it's a legitimately funny game yeah definitely um i'm gonna wrap a couple things in here in terms of the controls and the the gui like i don't really think there was much to talk about for those no although did you notice that Whenever you interacted with things, it sounded like a keyboard. Yeah. Everything that you would click on was like... Yeah. Which begs the question, <laughs> are you just at your desk? <laughs> are you actually oh just insane? Oh or is this just some office worker like daydreaming something more interesting happening to him? He's still pushing E. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you get the uh, the one ending where you push all the specific buttons on the computers? No. Yeah, yeah. Was that the Easter egg one? Yeah, I think it was. It was like you had some computers that had each round. You had to find it, and it was like push for input. Yeah. And then when you got five of them, it would take you to like yeah the secret ending thing, where it's basically you go in there and it's like a white light, and then it's just like it's like welcome Stanley, like you're in button heaven, and it's like this giant wall of like rotating buttons, <laughs> and there's just and there's just people just. There's like a choir in the background, just like buttons, but like this face. <laughs> and you just go and you just push them, and that's that's the whole thing. Yeah, I was a little, I was kind of expecting that if I pressed the right buttons, something would happen. But uh, unfortunately, I was just pressing buttons on my computer. <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe if I like pushed all of them or something, but then they keep resetting. Right, they just it like, just they just oh, come shit. back, and you can press them again. Oh. <laughs> I was like. You got me there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was good. I also liked the. Uh, did you guys ever go into the the manager's office and then back out before the doors close? No. No, and then so what happens is you go into the manager's office, but if you like do the double back, like like you're trying to trigger the doors and then back out before while they close, um, you go all the way back to the beginning, and then there's a, one of the doors right next to your office is open, and then you go in there. Um, and it's like oh. you get to an escape pod and you hop in the escape pod and uh, you just start back at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I was so disappointed. It takes a long time to climb all the way up to where this escape pod is. And then they don't, it doesn't go anywhere. It just goes right back to the beginning. What the fuck? <laughs> I finally broke the game in a way that I felt was actually real this time. And <laughs> they just sent you right back. Uh, that's funny. Did you get the uh, the one where you can you can climb out a window? Yeah, yeah. Mm, I don't remember. There's like one part where you can like jump on a chair and like fall out the window, and he's like, "Great, congrats! Like you're out of the map." 
and he's like, I hope it's nice out here. And then he like plays a song on his guitar for a bit. <laughs> and then it just like <laughs> Congratulations, you quote unquote broke the game. Good yeah. job. Do you feel better now? Would you feel better if I didn't <laughs> talk to you? <laughs> that was great. Uh, I think the museum one was also one of my favorite ones. I didn't understand the museum one. I couldn't figure out if there was anything to do there. I think it. I think you just were walking through it, and it was just deconstructing the whole game, like the whole game development process, because they showed like little like beta maps and other objects and things, and then I think you just walked out the other side and then you just died or something like that. Yeah, I was I was expecting that area to have some more interesting things, but I think it was just, you know, a showcase. Yeah. I thought it was cool that they're just like, oh, here's the object for like the telephone. Or, like here's iterations of Stanley's desks over the years. And as far as I'm aware, it was like literally that was probably what the developers actually did work on. Oh yeah. They put in the game. So I thought it was cool. It was like super meta with that. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, but uh I didn't add much to the story bits. Um, so we basically covered... I mean, I guess you want to talk about the characters? What do you guys think of Stanley? He was so interesting. My favorite character. I really felt connected to him. I was Stanley. Who is Stanley? I've never felt more connected <laughs> to a character in my life. <laughs> yeah. All we do is just push buttons all day. It's so relatable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. Uh, no, I mean... Obviously, Stanley was just blank face, but I I, I like the narrator. He was he was a lot of fun. Definitely, um, his, his various permutations and his nice smooth voice talking you through whatever was going on and getting pissed. Yeah, yeah he was. He definitely had a lot of really cool moments, and it wasn't like a really annoying voice. Um, no. Yeah, the whole the whole story of like uh, him just being stuck here, like trying to make this game for this guy. And they're both like dependent on each other. And then apparently there's that that third female narrator that's just outside of that somewhere. I don't know, but yeah, the whole the whole his whole character arc was uh it was pretty cool to see him go through the different phases of like and I think I, I did it in like this one way where I explored like each one at a time and went deeper and deeper and it kind of almost made this narrative where like he was slowly just getting more and more pissed at you and then it just went down to this whole other level and then he like just gets so crushed. At the end, so it was, it was really interesting to see him go through like all these different uh, these different character arcs, kind of. Even though he's just like this voice just talking to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, narrator. I I almost found myself like searching for ways to get more emotion out of the narrator. I guess you know you feel like your decisions are just a way of you extracting content. <laughs> like, oh, the narrator doesn't want me to do this. I guess I should do that to see what he does. <laughs> because otherwise like yeah. there's really like if it was just if the narrator wasn't there there would be no game like right yeah the whole point was like you know try to find those different endings because like the first like two or three times i was just like exploring and then i'd be like oh okay i gotta go back down this decision tree so i can make the opposite decision there so i can see what he does um apparently there is like one ending when you're playing that game where the baby goes into the fire mm-hmm. like if you actually do sit there and play it for four hours like you will beat it and that's like a whole that's a whole nother ending no which <laughs> yeah i didn't didn't get there i was like you have to program something to click that that for you there's no way no <laughs> <laughs> yeah one of the achievements on steam is play stanley parable for the entire duration of a tuesday <laughs> 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 and 
I'm like, <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> That's some completest shit that I'm never going to be able to sympathize with. <laughs> well, no, absolutely not. <laughs> what a great way to spend a Tuesday. And then another one of the Steam achievements is uh, don't play Stanley Parable for five years straight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sweet, so we're going to get that at some point. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I wonder if you have to start up the game for it to give you the achievement, or if it's like, oh, it's been five years, ping, here's your achievement. You're just going to be playing, like, Battlefield or something, Steam's going to come up, and you're going to be like, what? I Probably, <laughs> I, I, that would that would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, overall, uh, what was your general feel of the game? Okay. <laughs> I was waiting wait for you. <laughs> so my, so my opinion. I, I really enjoyed the game. Um, you know, it got its concept across pretty quick. It had some depth. It was still didn't take very long. Like I beat it in like a single night, or like beat it, but like got all most of the content out of it. Um, yeah, so I really enjoyed it. Like it's weird because our, our ranking system, we talk about it being like, oh no, we do have something. It was great, but I probably would not play that again because there's not really much of a point to play it again because there's nothing really engaging once you've actually discovered everything so right mm-hmm. brian which is the same same pot it would go in for me i mean um when you guys when initially it sounded like i didn't even do like the only thing i should have done i was like ah, oh, maybe i'll go back and give it another shot but then as we talked it through i'm like oh wait no i did play that so i don't really see any inclination to go back i had a lot of fun with it but I have other walking simulators that I can play. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. there's it's not a replayable game necessarily, but it's definitely something I would buy a sequel to. Um, I feel like if the game had more content, it would definitely be worth playing the content. It would be difficult to pull off because I already know what I'm getting into, but right. um, I think that it would still be a lot of fun to to do another uh, another round of something like that. Definitely a unique game for me. Mm-hmm. I would definitely watch so. somebody else play it who hasn't played it. Yeah, if you could see the reaction stuff, that'd be yeah, yeah. funny. Not like it's on YouTube. Games, it's fun to talk. Yeah, no, real people. <laughs> yeah, no, like I had my uh, my girlfriend watching me when I was playing through it for the podcast, and uh, that was that was fun because uh, she wasn't expecting anything <laughs> to come out of it. Right. Nice. I will say the the one ending with the the nuclear explosion thing. Um, if you guys did that one, that one got me so hard. <laughs> oh yeah, man! I was so mad. Like I, <laughs> what they do is uh, whenever you defy him and um, you don't want to, you don't want to start up. Well, I guess when you choose spoiled, to turn but... on, you turn on the mind control machine at the end instead of destroying it, like he wants you to. And he's yeah. Just like, what the hell did you do that for? He's like, well, you know what? I'm gonna make my own story. Where you have two minutes to avert this nuclear explosion, and everyone dies. <laughs> yeah, and he sticks you in this room that's just like uh, it's just filled with all sorts of controls and buttons. One's like you know safe, safety uh, switch or something. You flip it, it's like <laughs> safety switch failed. <laughs> you go over to another <laughs> one, it's like you have four tries, and there's like four buttons on the wall, and you press them all, and it's like you you've failed. And then you go over to another one, it's like, you know, defraggle the froggle bogle, and you're like, <laughs> oh, God. There's <laughs> like buttons everywhere, there's not enough time. Some of them are numbered, but they'll miss like a number. And 
<laughs> yeah, it'd be like find like the purple button with number three on it, and you're just like, there is no one with number, and you're running all over the place, and the screen changes, and it's like press this other button, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> and the guy, meanwhile, in the back is just laughing at you. He's like, look at you running around trying to press all these buttons. He's like, it's not gonna help. Nothing's gonna help. There I'm is like, no way to finish no, this. He must be. I was like, he must be lying. And then, <laughs> I, like, I don't remember like, that one. <laughs> I think that was like the last one I did because I was like, oh yeah, he does give you an option right at the end to turn on the machine. And uh, I was like, this this has to be it. I was like, this is the ending. This is like the final boss scenario. We run around doing this stuff. Like they, we, they've been training us to push buttons the whole time. <laughs> Here's the pushing buttons thing. And then uh, yeah, you just die. And then I, I looked it up and they're like, yeah, people went into the game and looked at like those button assets and like they're not tied to anything they're just they're just there like there's literally no way to beat that part unless you like hack the game that's funny i was like that's so mean i know yeah it was i I replayed it a couple times um while looking for other things i was like well since i'm already this far might as well give that another shot yeah there's just no way (laughs) yeah i was i was about to replay i was like damn maybe you know i should just go look scout those buttons out and and then i was like wait a minute (laughs) <laughs> is this game just screwing with me and I looked up and I'm like damn it <laughs> they know how much I like to push the buttons that was the, the play Stanley Parable all of Tuesday <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> gotta beat this damn thing yeah yeah definitely a unique game though uh, in terms mm-hmm. of a one liner mm-hmm. do you guys have anything I've never had so much fun making a British man commit suicide <laughs> alright dark yeah that's i mean (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'd say um it would probably make you question your very existence when playing video games or why you play them (laughs) some deep shit what are you actually doing yeah (laughs) yeah i'd say probably some of the only worthwhile narration i've heard in a video game in a long time it's true yeah definitely the best walking simulator for me so far what for sure well Well, hold on what do you call walking simulator one where there's that's literally the only thing you do is you walk and interact with things. Okay, then hard agree. Yeah. <laughs> not the sarcastically defined walking simulators like Daisy. No, no. Yeah, no, not <laughs> not those where you can do other stuff. Just the ones where you just interact with things. Definitely the best there. <laughs> cool. Well, I think uh, I think we've talked enough about all this stuff. So quickly going over what we got coming up in the future. So after. This, we've got um, Halo Reach coming out. We may do a uh, bonus episode with that one where we'll deep dive into the novel um, so that we don't get too lost in that while we're talking about the actual game. Not sure yet. Probably make the decision in the next couple weeks. Um, I've been reading through... Actually, I finished rereading The Fall of Reach, um, and I might start reading The Ghosts of Onyx as well just to refresh my memory on what confused me enough about reach to make me want to go read the books so we might have a separate discussion about that for you know mostly for eric and for any listeners who's who've only ever played the games to understand you know what the actual well and this is a discussion eric and i'm sure will argue about but in my mind what the actual canon is versus what the game portrays so um, look forward to that next time after that we have Sekiro Dados, Dados, Shadows Die Twice. 
Um, follow <laughs> Sakira Daddy Edition. Mark will be rejoining us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we've got quite a few people getting involved with that. It's, it's going to be a clusterfuck of voices, but it should be fun. Especially how frustrating that game is. Sounds like Pat has been very upset. So I'm looking forward to telling him how great of a game it is if he just didn't suck so much. Uh, after that, we've got Celeste between myself and Kevin, Mass Effect, and eventually we'll do um, Elite Dangerous. And we might insert some other games here and there, of just kind of like Terraria and, and Starbound. If there's something that a couple of us have played a lot of in our spare time, we might just insert that game there if, if we think there's an interesting conversation to be had. Um, as for social media shit, as always, check us out on Facebook utter descent facebook page um we're we're there i look at it sometimes (laughs) i throw up when the new episodes come out if anyone cares uh you can also follow us at utter descent on twitter and as for where you can listen pick we're on everything itunes podbean spotify stitcher spreaker um with that i think uh i think that wraps it up so we will catch y'all next time all right see you guys later yeah thanks for listening